Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, Lulu here. Whether we are romping through science, music, politics, technology, or feelings, we seek to leave you seeing the world anew. Radiolab adventures right on the edge of what we think we know. Wherever you get podcasts. Welcome to NYC Now, your source for local news in and around New York City. From WNYC. It's Friday, July 14th. Here's the midday news from Michael Hill. The suspect is in police custody on Long Island in the long, unsolved Gilgo Beach murders. Stephen Graziano lives on the blog in Massapequa Park, where police have encircled a house where the alleged suspect is presumed to live. He says the heavy police presence is unusual for his neighborhood. It's very quiet, uh, very family orientated. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a great neighborhood. So it's, it's a bit shocking. A law enforcement official tells WNYC the sus- suspect is expected to appear in court this afternoon in Riverhead. Eleven sets of human remains have been found in the area since 2010. Most of the victims were young women. WNYC's Charles Lane will have more throughout the day. A flood watch till midnight for Westchester, Rockland, Orange, Putnam counties because of heavy rainfall. As the Hudson Valley recovers from last weekend's devastating flooding, the warning includes parts of Connecticut as well. Saturated grounds and runoff could spell more trouble later today. Here's Orange County Executive Steve Newhouse. The, the storms add to just the, the, the chaos that we have out there, which is really what you have after a storm. The difficult stage was Sunday when it, when it was, you know, came out of left field. Newhouse says more than 70,000 people had no power as of last night in Orange County. 78 and cloudy now. Risk for flash flooding because of heavy rainfall. 50-50 chance of showers and thunderstorms afternoon today. Mostly cloudy in 86. Music helps us celebrate, contemplate, cope, and connect. And we've got the stories to prove it. Join me, Terrence McKnight for the new season of The Open Ears Project, a podcast in which people tell us about the piece of classical music that has meant the most to them. That music might even wind up being meaningful for you. The Open Ears Project. Listen now wherever you get podcasts. NYC, NYC, NYC. On WNYC, I'm Tiffany Hansen. We're checking in this afternoon with a new series called I Tried It, which is just what it sounds like. One of our reporters checks out a new and unique experience in the city and reports back to us. Today, we're talking about something called a cryosana. Lee Helland is a reporter here in New York, and she's with us now to talk about her experience in a cryosana. Hi, Lee. Hi, thanks for having me. All right. So for folks who may associate sauna with something that's hot, that's not what a cryosauna is. So explain it to us. Of course. A cryosauna is actually a device that they have in a lot of spas um, around the city and now around the world that blasts you with liquid nitrogen vapors really, really cold. We're talking temperatures in like the negative 250 Fahrenheit range. Well, I have to say... Getting blasted by liquid nitrogen doesn't sound like a whole lot of fun, but I'm assuming there are reasons why folks do this. Are there health reasons that folks think it might help with something or? Yeah, so cryotherapy in general has been a very hot topic, haha, in the wellness industry for a, quite a long time now. Um, in fact, I mean, even ancient Egyptians 
played around with getting really cold for health benefits. And now you've got celebrities talking about it, like um, Joe Rogan, the mega podcaster, and then like Lizzo, Haley Bieber. What they say is that it's supposed to in some way relieve inflammation. So people talk about using it for pain relief, whether that's acute pain or chronic pain that they're dealing with. People talk about using it for post-workout recovery. And people talk about mood benefits too, like just feeling happier after you do it. So I personally really love the feeling of cold, but I don't seek it off out very often. So I just thought I would give it a try. I was super curious about it. And it's not FDA approved. We should say that, right? Yeah. So one thing to keep in mind is that these uh, this therapy is not FDA approved. They say they do not have evidence to support uh, clearing it or approving it for use for these benefits that I just spoke about. And of course, anytime there's medical information involved, always talk to your provider. So, all right, what did it actually feel like? What did it feel like to you? So to me, so I was really nervous going into it. I didn't know if it was going to be super uncomfortable or even maybe a little bit scary or anxiety inducing. But in the end, I actually really liked it. So you stand in there and first of all, someone is standing there outside of the chamber to kind of control the coldness level. And also, of course, they can shut it off if you don't like it. Um, So as the vapors got colder and colder, I really felt my body and brain sort of come alive. It's like that sensation of like kind of tingling and aching, almost like you might be lying in the snow or something. But you know, and I got all jittery and I was bouncing around, but it was invigorating. So it was very, very cold, but not unbearable. And by the way, this is only for two or three minutes at a time, no longer than that. And then afterward, I felt like I was in actually a very good mood. Um, And I had purposely done a really, really hard leg workout that morning to try to test this out. And I have to say my legs did feel lighter when I left. So It was an interesting experience. Do you chalk that up to the cryosana itself? Or do you think you were just a little bit, you know, high on the whole experience maybe? Yeah, I think it's not possible to know. And they do say, the proponents say you have to do this regularly to really understand whether it would have any benefit for you. I think it's probably a mix. I believe it's possible that the treatment itself just kind of had some certain physiological effects that made me have that buzz, you know, but like I said, it hasn't been extensively studied these devices in particular. So it's really not possible to know. And I think because I was nervous beforehand and had gotten through an an uncomfortable experience that could definitely explain the great mood I was in afterwards. Okay, so where did you go when you went to do this? And then also is there do they have some sort of class or like informational meeting that you need to go to before you do this? Or are they just shoving you in there? So I went to a meta spa called Collective in NoHo. You know, you don't do an extensive prep beforehand, but you do read through and sign a waiver that, you know, details sort of what you're about to experience and also any health risks. They say, like, if you have a heart condition, this is not for you. And they really encourage you to talk to your doctor before um, doing it. Well, Lee, I have to say, this is one, I'm glad you tried it and I didn't try it. (laughs) (laughs) Happy to be the guinea pig in this case. No problem. Great. All right. Lee Helen is a reporter with Gothamist. You can read all of her I Tried It articles right now over at Gothamist.com. 
Thanks for listening. This is NYC Now from WNYC. Be sure to catch us every weekday, three times a day, for your top news headlines and occasional deep dives. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. More this evening 